I need to gather my thoughts. Win or lose, we keep it real. Join Climbing the Pocket for Vikings Final Score. Skull Vikings. I don't even know what to say, to be honest. Um, I honestly didn't think that the way, with the way the season has started, uh, I didn't think they could find another way to like rip my heart out of my chest. And here we are. Game's not over yet. I mean, you know, we could have a Buffalo Bills from last year sort of situation or something. Maybe, I don't know. But like, man, what? Like, yeah, I don't even know what to say. Flip, like, what was that? <laughs> what <the> that? <laughs> what was that? Oh my fucking god! I don't. I I need to gather my thoughts. I think all I can do is just agree or disagree with the comments that are coming in right now. Thanks y'all for joining us for this absolute dumpster fire. What of were they game. doing? We burned um, like. 15 seconds at the end of the game doing what doing what doing what are what? we <laughs> it's it's fourth down with the game on the line you convert and then you're like what there's no there's no plan for if we had converted or not they're like wait a minute we have to run another play and kirk's getting a play in the headset how is that not a situation where you have Just two plays ready to go. Or, 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 spike, spike, like, or spike the ball. If you don't have two plays, spike the ball. What are we doing? Huddling up. Huddling no up. Guys flipping sides of the formation. Everyone just like confused slash not, surprised that we confused. converted on first down. Like, I don't Why even know not what I just spike watched. the ball? And they actually get the playoff. So maybe they still could have run four additional plays. Probably only had time for three plays, but then it's a tipped ball interception in the end zone to TJ Hawkinson, who got literally no separation across in, in the middle of the field all game long and had that terrible fumble on, on the first almost scoring drive of the game. That happens three plays after he's crumpled on the floor because he, he looks injured and that causes us five yards a five yard penalty because we didn't have any timeouts which happens a play after justin jefferson is lying on the field injured how can you do that to a fan base how can you have a jefferson injury followed by a hawkinson injury that costs us five yards followed by a first down but with no plan after that first down followed by a tip ball interception to lose the game like that's and the that most Vikings. is literally yeah. we're only talking about we haven't even talked about a caleb evans or tj hawkinson's earlier fumble or alexander madison <laughs> i mean luke our, our our buddy luke i mean he said it earlier in the game and you know like all of us were were down very early in the game when it looked like this was going to be a runaway by the chargers but maybe we just have to accept like this is not a very good team. Maybe some of what we were thinking early in the season, like if some things just go their way, but 
that sequence at the end was not the sequence of a well-coached team. For as much as we've heard over the last two off-seasons about how much the Vikings practice situational football, to be that out of sorts and just looking like you have absolutely no idea what to do with yourself with effectively the season on the line, and you're just out there running around like the bad news bears instead of running plays while just tick, 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 tick. Like, we are a poorly coached football team, full stop. Like, that is it. It's on the coaches. It has to be, because that's insane. That's crazy. It, yeah, the the flags and the sloppiness is insane. The play calling is flat out. Is it, it just has to be better than what it was today. That's the worst defense in the NFL we went against today. And we struggled to move the ball despite all the weapons that we have, which is severely disappointing. And then the turnovers continue to be an issue, which makes us ask the question, what are they doing during the week? Like, what is actually being said to the players, not to the media, not in the press conferences. The other team, the Chargers came in clearly saying, look, this is a fumble-prone team. We're going to try to rip the ball out every chance we get. Alohi Gilman, who I talked about on, on the preview show, is actively trying to strip every ball out of the Vikings' hands. That is something you can see that the Chargers' defense practiced. And can you tell me that the Vikings practice holding on to the ball? Doesn't look like it. It looked like same old, same old in the first half. And then in the second half, we're like, oh, okay. Two hands on every ball. Just literally let's, let's remove explosive plays in order to make sure we're covering the ball. That's something that should have been done six quarters ago. Something that should have been done after the first game of the year. And, and now we're just getting around to it because we're down i don't even know how many points we were down this game but <laughs> no yeah. clock management no uh, urgency <laughs> no urgency no discipline running into running into the teeth of your weakness asking your interior offensive line to pave the way for alex madison who's a fumble liability so look i you look at the stats, Alec Madison had a pretty good game. We actually rushed for 100 yards. But what is the point of running, of doing that run discipline if you're not going to, if you're not going to win the game? I just, the, the fact just, that I, we Can had, I just respond to Jamie real quick? Because, like, I know this is the easy thing to do when we kind of, we have a game. It doesn't go the way we want to. We kind of fall into this old pattern. But, like, season long, we have not been blaming anything on Kirk Cousins. And for the most part, there were some shaky moments in this game. I think Kirk looked shakier in this game than he had all season. There were points where maybe he wasn't seeing the field as well as he has been. But I think oversimplifying saying this is Kirk's fault or anything like that would just be silly. Like, we're not here to do that. If Kirk plays well, we're going to say he plays well. If Kirk doesn't play as well, we're going to point out those things too. But I think Kirk bad, team bad. Like, I think we're just a bad team overall. And Kirk is playing well on a bad team just not good enough to overcome all the deficiencies this team has. Like it was something that was called out on the broadcast over and over and over again. You have a quarterback like Justin Herbert. He can help cover up some of the deficiencies that you might have in pass protection. 
he's able to do some things under pressure that a quarterback like Kirk Cousins can't necessarily do as well. So like, no, it's not blame Kirk. Kirk is playing good football, generally speaking. We're just a team that has a lot of flaws and Kirk isn't good enough to overcome all of those things. So yeah, that's, that's kind of where that's at. And yeah, the clown show at the end, like, I don't know what to say about that. We just looked unprepared for the moment and the chargers looked like a team that understood this was their season. And so they were ready to go. They had the trick plays ready. They had the pass with Keenan Allen throwing for a touchdown where he had his choice of wide open players he could have thrown to. And just before that sequence, they had another, they had the sluggo where they also would have had a walk-in touchdown if Herbert had read that side of the field and not the other side of the field. The Chargers knew this was the game they had to win and they played like it. The Vikings did not bring that urgency or maybe they did and it made them play tighter than they should have. I don't know, but they didn't look like a team that was good enough uh, or deserve to win against a team with a match with matchups that they, they should have been able to exploit. Like Flip was saying, the Chargers defense is bad and it took our offense a long time to figure out how to do anything against them. So welcome back, Flip. Uh, I've just been over here ranting. I don't, I don't even know what I'm saying or what I'm talking about. I'm just... I, I, I don't even know what I'm saying. All the, all, the, all the comments are just spot on. I don't... We got to have some structure like... Are, were there positives? Let's start there. Let's do positive, negatives, and then what we're going to do next week. I mean, we How got a run that? game. The run game, like, hey, you know, all season long, we've been talking about we need to get a run game. Uh, the run game looked like what you would hope the run game for a professional football team looked like. But then every time we ran the ball, we were nervous because Madison just could not hold on to that thing. Every time he hit the ground you were worried that the ball was going to be somewhere else. So like the yards were good, but it wasn't like it made me feel good about the run game. I felt like the run game was just a turnover waiting to happen all game long. Yeah. I actually think the run game is probably my negative. I think we came into this game and the added, the coach's attitude, it was not like we are coming in to win the game. The attitude is we are coming in to run the football. That's really what it felt like to me and then sure you have the run game doing all these great things between the 20s but the second you get into goal line situations the second you get into short yarded situations nobody trusts the run game nobody actually can get a yard we're getting stuffed on the goal line and that that led to the drive before the ridiculous clown show where we didn't get we got zero points on four tries with the ball on the two yard line. Hey, the so, fans are giving you some positives here. We got Addison. That's a positive. We got Addison. Hey, we, got we, Addison. we scored early. Another Justin positive. Justin Jefferson seems to not be hurt. That's positive. positive. That's uh, <laughs> a tongue in cheek positive. What? Only one, two tur- turnovers this week. So like we're trending in the appropriate direction down from four and three, only two trend is going. Maybe next week it'll be only one positives but like at the end of the day like david is saying why are we even looking for positives we're zero and three like all right all right let's go to negatives then (laughs) (laughs) 
And uh, yeah, I mean, this is a great point from uh, from G Shave. You know, we had a run game, but it seemed to come at the expense of getting into a rhythm, passing the football. Uh, yeah, Justin Jefferson did he have a? T- he didn't have a single target in the first quarter of this football game because like that, we wanted us to run the ball. We had to establish uh, Alexander Madison. When you have the chance to feed Justin Jefferson against the worst pass defense in the league, you know what you need to do. You need to give Alexander Madison as many carries as he can get. That is exactly the recipe to winning a game. Is Madison going? at a 4.7 clip versus Justin Jefferson, who averaged 21.3 yards per reception. Like, again, you've said it a couple times this season, Flip, getting too cute. And this felt like one of those things where instead of doing what the smart thing was to win the game, we came in with another agenda, which was to show we can run the football. And uh, yeah, Christian, maybe you're spot on. The negative is that we're trying way too hard to find a positive and uh, that says all you need to know about who and what our football team really is. Yeah. So. Yeah. I will say, I will say Kirk, this was Kirk's worst game this year, but with the perspective that he's absolutely balled out in the first two games and that leads me to yet another negative, which is the offensive line just cannot protect the quarterback to the point where Kirk's play is clearly affected by it. And, you know, he still played well today, but he's starting to, he's starting to miss some throws. He's starting to throw a little bit behind some receivers that cause a few pass breakups. He's starting to to feel very uncomfortable in the pocket. And so now the past game looked limited in this game as well, because they've got less opportunities. They're getting Justin Jefferson less, less involved. And they're asking the interior offensive line to, to do something which they're clearly not equipped to The, the O line is so bad that like Ezra Cleveland is still getting a full night's rest because the center is a backup center and Ed Ringham has taken all the hate, but Ezra Cleveland is playing like dog shit too. Um, <laughs> I, I, and Marcus, that the, the pass rush on the other side of the ball is also just, just not good enough because partly because Marcus Davenport has not seen the field in three games. We're literally paying that man to do nothing. So I guess I'm curious, Flip, from your perspective, because something that we heard a lot last season is Ed Donatel sitting back, letting teams march up and down the field on us. So this game, Brian Flores seemed like he he emptied the clip in this game. And we blitzed, it felt like, on almost every play that the Chargers had. And we still couldn't get home and really do much defensively. Keenan Allen went for... 18 receptions, 215 <laughs> yards, and threw for a touchdown. Um, is it just a matter of us coming to a place of acceptance that this defense, until we get some some different bodies, some different players back there, that it's going to be impossible for anyone to, to do something with this defense that gets them to a place where they can stand up against a decent offense in the NFL? 
Oh man, I think you know. I don't have it's it's expectations, right? So you and I are on the same page. Is that we don't expect this defense to be that good. Um, the where the Vikings defense is failing my expectations are. You have to get Marcus. I, like what is happening with Mar- Marcus Davenport? I hate how I keep on going back to that, but he he was. <laughs> He might be the most important signing of the offseason. <laughs> Can I just say that Aaron is bringing the heat in the comments today? I just, I, I, I hate cutting you off, but Aaron has been bringing the heat. We got the culture. We just don't got the wins. But maybe, maybe we got some milk and cookies in the locker room and everyone's going to be going home feeling good about themselves after yet another heart-wrenching loss by our Vikings. If we if we have some semblance of a pass rush, I mean Justin Herbert is dynamic. You're not gonna completely stop that guy. Um, a Caleb Evans, if that if that play goes differently, that's a huge play that holds the Chargers, you know, to to 21 points, which I think is pretty good against a very good offense. Um, and and gives the Vikings a chance to win the game. If you if we start this game and we're saying that the Vikings only allowed 21 points against the Chargers. We're we're pretty happy with that. But the way that they allow those points is just it's just crushing to see a ball bounce like that. Yeah. Um, and it's also just crushing to see an offensive coordinator on the other side of the ball say, Oh, look, I'm going against a bad pass defense. So I'm gonna give my best player 18 targets. And then we are also facing a bad defense and we're not giving the same love to Justin Jefferson. So, and yeah, I agree with Daniel. Keenan Allen had more receptions than Justin Jefferson had targets today. Unacceptable. Unexcusable. Yeah, this game, this game is 90% on the offense for me. And it's, yeah, like, I, I think it's fair now. It's early, but it's fair, you know, especially coming off last season. But you know, folks are starting to question maybe Kevin O'Connell and Quasey and the vibes and all of these things. Um, maybe taking a step back from all of it, understanding this game is a punch in the gut. And there's really not many in the way of positives that I think we're going to get today. If you're looking for more measured commentary, Miles and Matt will be on tomorrow morning. They will bring that for you today. No, probably not going to get here. that. But, no. like, Flip, uh, is it fair now to maybe start questioning the way this team is constructed when we start to go out and make what you could maybe construe as, like, midseason Spielman-esque type moves, bringing in a Dalton Reisner, uh, going and getting this running back who's not good but knows Kevin O'Connell. So, like, it didn't really cost us much, but we're bringing them in. Like, can we start to question that maybe this team didn't know who or what they were or that maybe – Quasi's over his head. KOC maybe needs to pass play calling off to somebody. Can we start to ask those kind of questions now? Uh, you know, once you start to get into the G- GM side of things, I-, I think that's just a longer conversation because these moves are made in season. I think there's an expectation that because they're made in season, then we need to see results for this year because they're one year signings. We need to see results for this year, I think how I look at these signings and, and like, no, it's not all sunshine and rainbows, but how I see these, these signings is actually self-awareness. I think that 
if you're in this year, you're in week two, you've got 16 games to go. You're seeing deficiencies on this team and you lose a backup offensive lineman, go ahead and sign a Dalton Reisner. He can provide at minimum. He's going to provide depth. Now he's going to get a year in the offensive system. And he might be even able to start this year if things continue to go the way they are. So I think you're getting, you're paying $4 million to get a preview at a guy who is most likely an upgrade in the situation where you're in the off season and you're having to choose between Ezra Cleveland or Dalton Reisner, which one are you going to resign? Um, and I think Christian is, is, you know, asking a good question mm-hmm. here. Why wait till we're Owen two? But I think the other part that Vikings fans and all of us have to remember is that we're not the only ones who waited to sign Reisner. Right. Reisner has been out there and no other teams in the league signed Reisner either. So there's, likely a reason we probably will never know what it is but if reisner is that good there's probably a reason that he had not yet been signed by any teams and he's coming in to get kind of a bargain basement late in the game sort of deal from the vikings with a bunch of you know funny money that makes it look like four million but it's probably more like two and change so like reisner's coming in reisner has played well at times but reisner was also available for every other team in the league and there's a lot of teams that could use offensive line help and none it, of them signed him either. And, and it, it is worth it to give Ezra Cleveland and Ed Ingram three games. Like Ed Ingram's in his in his sophomore year. It is worth it to give him three games to see if he's improving. That's not the worst thing in the world, especially when the preseason is so worthless. So basically, Ed Ingram just went through his actual preseason. He's still not playing well. So you get a early, you pay four million to get an early look at Dalton Reisner maybe that can result on something long-term. I think the same is true with Cam Akers. It's not a huge amount that they gave up. Best case scenario, they can say, hey, can we actually develop a platoon running back system here in Minnesota this year? And if so, what does that look like going forward? Even if it's not Alex Madison and Cam Akers, even if it's not those players, you're starting to get the idea and the scheme of a two running back platoon implemented in a year that might not actually um, turn into a playoff run for a Minnesota. So I'm okay with the move. I don't, I'm not saying I love it, but I think how it, how it projects from here, which players we start to see on the field, just getting Alex Madison off the field for half of the snaps, even if it is a Cam Akers, it's just going to be a lot easier for our Vikings fans' stress levels. Yeah, like, do we think it's maybe starting to become mental? Like, I remember there was that period of time there with AP, like, it just couldn't get, like, just couldn't hold on to the ball. And, like, if you could tell, like, it was, like, in his head. It seems as though, like, yeah, every time we ran the ball, like, I was nervous something bad was <laughs> going to happen. I was like, something terrible is going to happen. Oh, we got a 10-yard game. They're going to give it back to him. Oh, boy, ball's on the ground. Was he down? Was he not down? Like the one that we got where they down by contact, like we dodged a bullet on that one. But then of course, <laughs> like, yeah, like, I don't, yeah, Madison, I don't even know. Yeah. So right now, again, if, if, if you're, there's a lot of people saying we had the whole off season to fix the trenches. I think signing, I, I think drafting Jordan Addison and getting Makai Blackman was much more important 
than fixing the trenches, given that we had just we had already made some investments on the offensive line. And I think Marcus Davenport signing him is more important than getting an interior offense and an offensive lineman there. Now, is it working out? No, it's not working out. I, no. I don't know what to tell y'all. Like this team lacks talent in some pretty important areas. The defense is uh, the scheme is actually keeping the defense above where I think their talent level is. The offense has been relatively compared to where we expected this offense to be. It's been a complete disaster. Yeah. Um, and I think like you, like you've said all season, like, you know, Christopher yeah. saying in the, in yeah, the comments, the has been bad. it's uh, with the way this team is constructed, the offense has to be good for us to have a chance. And now what is it? Eight turnovers. Sorry, no, no, carry nine turnovers in it's three weeks. It's a cloud weeks. show. Yeah, nine turn- turnovers in three weeks. Like, you just can't win with this team with a defense that we know isn't great. And, like, Flores can scheme and send pressures and you hope you get the ball out quick and all that other stuff. But, like, we're not good enough if the offense isn't clicking. And so – the offense with the talent, with the players that we have has to play like an elite offense or like we aren't going to be able to compete with anyone. And they just have not done that. And it's stupid things. It's shooting yourself in the foot with just like, hold on to the football, like hold on to the football, like how simple like just hold on to the football. And we like, we were probably three and oh, if like people just, don't drop the football when they have to make contact with another player on the football field. Like <laughs> it's actually crazy that this is the undoing, and it's everybody. Like what, every what? entire team is fumble prone. Yeah. Yeah. And like, yeah, Davenport, I don't know what's going on, but I also <laughs> like, again, you know, Christopher saying this, you know, we've had conversations about this yeah. in, the, in the group chat, like, in the interviews with Davenport, he doesn't seem like he's clamoring to get back. He doesn't seem like he's that upset that he's not on the field. Yeah, maybe I'll be there. Maybe I'm not. Who knows? Yeah, buddy. Crack a couple jokes. Still getting paid. Like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what else there is What else there is to say, man. I, uh, I learned that this team is still who this team has been. All season. We go we go down like that to literally a tipped interception touchdown and then a tipped almost touchdown interception to lose the game. That's about as Vikings as it's gonna get for you right <laughs> there. Funny. You know, it's about as Vikings as and you knew the Chargers and Vikings got together. There was gonna be some foolishness on both sides of the ball. It just seemed that uh that was a yeah. whole lot of top foolery, boy. Yeah, just just nonsense. Almost, uh, almost interception. Oh, it's a touchdown. Oh, almost touchdown. Oh, nope, it's an interception. Both against the Vikings. And we're 0-3. Good times. And Amethyst is in here taking us all to task for being angry that our team is 0-3. And, like, we love this team. We are Vikings fans through and through. But they are also 0-3. And they're losing in the most ridiculous bad news bearish sort of fashion yeah we're gonna talk about it and we're gonna be upset about it while also still being fans of the team this is crazy and like (laughs) marco yeah marco is correct 
a whole yeah. season of bloopers, and it's only three games in. We got 14 games to go, boy. <laughs> <laughs> we got we got 14 games to go. Oh man. Oh man. I guess is there anything else that do we have anything else constructive that we want to say today? Like I really I don't know. I mean, we might have a winnable game next week. Maybe. Panthers, maybe, possibly. How we match, but their offense, but their defensive line might. They got yeah, a good Kirk, defensive yeah, line. Yeah, Kirk might not make. Like, they got a defensive line. That's good. So, so what? What? What's the storyline going to be? The storyline is going to be Dalton Reisner. First, wait. First, the PFF grades are going to come out. Ed Ingram <laughs> is going to score. Ezra Cleveland is going to score a twenty. Ed Ingram is going to score a ten. So nobody will talk about Ezra Cleveland. Dalton Reisner will will start. Garrett Bradbury might be back. So that newly remade offensive line is just going to get torn up by Brian Burns. Adam Thielen revenge game. Adam Thielen revenge game. Revenge Mar- game. Marcus Davenport might play. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. And um, and you're right. You know, it is easier said than done. Any one of us took any of those hits, those professional athletes take, we might be dead. But also, they are professional athletes. We are not. They can be held to a higher standard than we regular people no. working regular no. jobs. <laughs> I, if I were in an NFL football game and they gave me the ball on the first carry and I fumbled, they would bench my ass. Okay? <laughs> they would bench me. They wouldn't uh, give me 20 carries the next game. Why is he still in the game? <laughs> And Aaron, I hope you were wrong, but I guess it would be comical if it does go. We just flip the strip, the script, one hundred percent, and just lose every one score game this year. Uh, yeah, that 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 would be. It's gonna be painful. It's gonna be painful. I feel like we're in for a long season, but I'm also hopeful that we got a get right game coming up here. Uh, oh, it's a question. Flip. I mean, I believe Cousins has a no trade clause, but. Uh, are are you if if you could are you just pulling the shoot now, trying to get cousins to a team that needs a quarterback, set yourself up for uh, one of these quarterbacks that's coming out this year who looks to be a generational type pro- uh, prospect. Oh man, that's a really hard and long conversation. I mean, I haven't even looked at who you would trade it to. The way I kind of think about this, the 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 short answer is. If you can get a first round pick, great. If you can get a second round pick, maybe. If it's a third round pick, then you're just trying, you're, you're not going to accept that. You're going to write out the season. We got the solution to your Davenport problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's right here. Just put them in some bubble wrap and roll them out there and we see how it goes. It can't be worse than where we're at right now. But uh, I mean, if you if you think about this, if the Vikings were in a situation where a new, you know, top ten draft pick quarterback were dropped into this offense, you know, you would still have you would still have questions about the interior offensive line, which is why, again, maybe Dalton Riser gives you some hope for not twenty twenty three, but for twenty twenty four, and then you're either going to have to draft another mid round offensive lineman or sign one 
that offense should be clicking, ready to go, as long as they're not giving the ball to the running back. Um, <laughs> that's that's an offense you can drop a quarterback in. And then it comes down to, you know, besides the, the running back you have in that offense, then it comes down to the play caller. And what is Kevin O'Connell going to do for the next 14 games to maximize this offense? Because he's clearly struggling right now. He's struggling to call plays knowing that he has a weak offensive line and he's struggling with the intentions to run the ball, given that it's taken away targets for, from Justin Jefferson. So that's something that he and Wes Phillips have to figure out for the rest of the season. And if they do that, yeah. If they think a new quarterback can work in whatever the solution that is, you know, trade off Kirk. The last thing I want to do is see this team when Kirk, if Kirk starts declining, because Kirk is balling right now. They are honestly, they are wasting a great season by Kirk Cousins to this point. So you like, if you just, if Kirk regresses or if he just starts getting old, that's going to be really tough. To it's going to be real ugly. It's going to be real <laughs> ugly, but uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. Uh, like the comments have said, all you really can do is laugh at this point because you know, what else are we going to do? Like, it's crazy. It's embarrassing. But we'll be back next week, and we absolutely yeah. will be watching, and the week after, and the week that after, and the, the week benefit. after. So we will be back. We will be watching. Everyone who's here with us live in the comments, thank you so much. You make all of this feel so much better than what it would feel like if we weren't here. And, you know, if you're listening later on, come join the party. It's good times here. And, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all. Flip, what do they say? They say Skull Vikes. Oh, 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 oh,